This is not Captain Jack Sparrow, but I am an outcast, Savvy. Coming to you from the bridge of the good ship outcast, I'm the dread pirate Stringfella Hawk. A name so airwolf, I'm sure one day they'll name a character on a TV show after me. Of course, once somebody actually invents the TV, that is. I'll be learning you all about Tuck Like a Pirate Day, a few useless pirate facts, and even a bit of pirate art. For those of you that don't know, I'll wax on you all historically. Once upon a time, in the far future of me, but past for you, in the year of the good lord 1995, two men that had forgotten their piratical history were playing a game involving a racket and a ball, the name of which the game I don't recall. John Bauer and Mark Summers be their names, and they decided to encourage each other while smashing the little ball back and forth. After a time, they offered said encouragement in the form of seafaring talk, and probably sounded a lot like the type of cinema of men with scraggy beards, gold-plated teeth, and a Johnny Depp. Well, after shenanigans were had on the cart, they realized they had so much fun, it didn't matter that they weren't on a ship. So to take the fun of pillaging with them, without the unlawfulness of said thievery, they opted to celebrate their long-lost heritage by picking a day that lived in infamy for Par Mark, his ex-wife's birthday. Thus began Tuck Like a Pirate Day, or for me, Tuesday. Well, after that, they knew that they would soon build an armada, but sadly, right now they were just rolling in their dinghy. Rolling, huh. Who knew I was so street? Anyway, they had decided to make acclaimed writer Dave Barry their spokesman. That's a joke. But one day they uncovered his email address. The hell's an email address? Anyway, they fired a shot across his bow, and he responded. He admired them for their idea, and took up their plight. Soon, with one warning shot, an entire world would bow before them. One day each year, so that they might also talk like a pirate. For a more complete look at the origin of this fine day, visit the official Talk Like a Pirate website at talklikeapirate.com. For a couple of creative fellas, they weren't too creative when it came to picking the Earl. And now, a useless fact from Jared Axelrod, of the voice of Free Planet X. Arr! Here be some little-known pirate facts for ye. Tis commonly known that Blackbeard the pirate often lit parts of his cabacious beard alight in order to terrorize his foes. What is not commonly known is that Singebeard the pirate tried this technique first, but with less spectacular results. For a wonderful conversation about pirating, listen to Geek Label, episode 15, where those scurvy geeks talk about all things BitTorrenty. I'm thinking of retiring the high seas, you know. It's good to know that Piratin still runs somewhere. Visit them at geeklabel.com. And now, a useless fact from Jared Axelrod. Walking the plank is a thinly veiled sexual euphemism, as is swabbing the poop dick, Polly want a cracker, and let my oak tickle you where the sun don't shine. And now, time for our review. Captain Scurvy is a man who's after me own heart. A man who enjoys merriment. And you can visit him with his Captain Scurvy's pirate jokes. 
which is a weekly video podcast with a new pirate joke each week. But let me say that his jokes, they tickle me funny bone in ways that haven't been tickled in a long time. Let's just say that life on the high seas ain't much fun. Which shows why most pirates are awfully hard-pressed fellas and not much for joking. Not too many stand-up pirates, really. Well, that could be that and the, the peg leg. But you can get your fun piratey jokes from Captain Scurvy and his pirate jokes each week at clevermedia.tv slash pirate jokes. Of course, you can also check the show notes on the website. What the hell is a show note? And the entire web. What is this? And now, a useless fact from Jared Axelrod. The skull and crossbones of the Jolly Roger is based upon hermaphroditic contortionist Roger L. Ray McGilligoddy, a well-known 17th century entertainer. A band of pirates in search of a flag wanted a realistic depiction of L. Ray's dual genitalia and trademark cross shins and pointed to put his grinning head right at the top. But they could only manage the basic skeleton. And now it's time to give out something close to me heart. It's an award to a landlubber for best portrayal of a pirate in film. This award goes out yearly to one man or lady who best portrays a pirate in film. Well, now that's the name of the bloody award, so why would I have to explain this? Whoever wrote this crap is fired. I'm going to keyhole the bastard. Anywho... This is the 47th time we've done this award, but this is the first time I really mean it. I'd like to issue this award to Alan Tudyk for his role in 2004's Dodgeball. Playing Steve the Pirate in a way that not only truly embodies the pirate, but shows that pirates exist in even in your day and age. That the pirate is a timeless creature. That no matter whether the sea is by water or by celluloid, that the pirate's life be for everyone. And now, a useless pirate fact. The great mathematician Archimedes of Syracuse had a pet mouse that was quite smart. In fact, the wee mouse was so smart it considered the perimeters of 96-sided polygons, inscribing a circle and inscribing by it, that pi is between 223 over 71 and 22 over 7. The average of these two values is roughly 3.1419. But when he told old Archimedes about it, he weren't believed. And Archimedes told everyone that he discovered the polymawachamahoos. When the mouse told everyone that it was his idea, he was accused of stealing the idea from Archimedes. Thus, the mouse was bestowed upon him the title never before used of Pirate. Ah, now it is time for the top ten pickup lines for use on International Talk Like a Pirate Day. I'll be presenting... The male ones, all the ones that you'd be giving out to all the ladies. And for all the ladies that are listening, because let's face it, everyone loves a pirate. They'll be presented by the lovely Merle Lafferty, the lovely Sarah Loskowski, the lovely J.R. Blackwell, and the lovely Sheila Brothers. You can also find out what podcasts they're from in the show notes. Again, with the bloody show notes. A vast me proud beauty. Want to know why my Roger's so jolly? Yes, that is a mizzen mast in me pocket, though I am still happy to see ya. Ho ho ho, I'd love to drop anchor in your lagoon. Pardon me, but would you mind if I fired me cannon through your part all? 
You know me, darling. I'm 97% chum-free. Well, blow me down. <laughs> Arr, what am I, French now? French pirate in uh, Prepare to be boarded. They don't call me Long John because my head's so big. Hey, baby. Wanna shiver me timbers? Let's get together and haul some keel. Nice booty you got there. And that gold ain't half bad either. <laughs> and now for J.R., Murr, Sarah, and Sheila. Is that a mizzen mast in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Come show me how you bury your treasure, lad. Come on, lad! Shiver me timbers! That's quite a cutlass you got there. What you need is a good scabbard. Aye, I guarantee ye. I've had a 20% decrease in me lice ratio. I've crushed 17 men's skulls between me thighs. I'm ordering ramen' speed, mister. And now for the line that always works on me. You, pants off, now. Right, I'm sold. Which one of you wants a good pirate? Which one of you wants a good Jolly Roger in, huh? 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 No? No? Okay. Well, that's all right. I've got me parrot. But you know, I feel bad now. You know, with the ladies turning me down, I don't feel quite so manly. So, in this moment of vulnerability, I guess I'll show ye my sensitive side with a poem I wrote. Now, don't get me wrong, I have the tough outside of a shark, but inside, I'd be nothing more than a guppy. And if you don't believe that, I'll carve out your pancreas and eat it with a side of fingers. <laughs> there once was a wench I was seeing. By Neptune, she was a brute. She was taller than me and whiter than me, but at least her face be cute. She was my kind of woman. She could brawl, could sail, and was fond of the nectar of the keg. In a drunken fight, she had lost her leg, and now all was left was a peg. I stole her a dress, I robbed her a hat, but she always appeared to be moody. But after a while, she took to me smile and gave me a run at her booty. We went from the bedroom, we went to the front room, we even went into the kitchen. During the pillaging, the smoke I was smelling. Turns out our peg started a fire from the friction. Alright folks, now it's time I'll be teaching a little bit about pirate vocabulary. Here's going to be a great list that you can use on, on your very own talk like a pirate day. Messmate. A sailor on your ship. Someone you share meals with. A shipmate. A sailor on your ship. A friend. A lad. A boy. Also known as Laddie. Also popularized by most Scottish pirates. Me. You can use as my. I. Is yes. I. I. Be yes, sir. Arr. Yes. I agree. Or hmm. Bloody. Damned. Or very good. Dog. That's what you call a bad man. Bad, of course, meaning good for most pirates, since most pirates are bad to begin with. So it follows more of the 1980s theory of bad being good. 
a blighter, a bad, gross person. Probably somebody who digs for nose goblins. Urgh. Mutiny, when members of a crew or army overthrow their officers. Not really recommended if you work on my boat, a word I try to strike from the, the dictionary and the, the standard operating procedures I pass out when people come aboard onto me ship. A swab, not just for your ears, but also known as a sailor, usually one of low rank. Matey, aka mate, another sailor on your ship who is your friend, as opposed to a blagger, which typically I count as friends because they are blackguards, a scoundrel, or a jerk. Sauce, backtalk. I don't really appreciate backtalk from me wenches, that's for sure, and certainly no one beneath me, but I enjoy the saucy wench sometimes talking back to me. It really shows that they've got spirit. And don't forget whenever you're paying for somebody, ask them to tell you how much it is in either doubloon, guinea, or sequin. Those being Spanish, English, or Italian gold coins. Now I'm going to learn you a few phrases for you to be using. The popular one, shiver me timbers, is a scary term. It makes me bones shake. Also a fun game to play with wenches if possible. Sometimes you have to pay a little extra for that, but that's another story altogether. Button down the hatches. Tie down the hatches or shut your mouth. Now many of you, I realize, will be working a dog watch, which happens to be a late afternoon or early evening work shift. Pieces of eight is another name for a Spanish silver coin. By thunder. Also, by the powers. It's type of swearing, really, usually by God. Another possible one is by crumb. But that's more of a medieval flair. Have the wind of. To be in a better position than another person. And let's face it, when you're a pirate, you're in the best position a person could hope for. Thank you very much for listening to Requiem of the Outcast. I hope that you enjoyed it. And make sure if you heard this from some other source, go to requiemoftheoutcast.com or outcastmultimedia.com. Thank you very much to all the blaggarts, swabs, mateys, dogs, scurvies, rascals, rapscallions, and all the other fine folk that happen to listen and also contribute. I hope you remember that September 19th be talk like a pirate day, so you'll never forget. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And one final time, because I feel that the lines bear repeating. You, pants off, now. You, pants off, now. You, pants off, now.